BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. So here's the deal. I have a two-hour talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, Monday through Friday that's available live from 8 to 10 a.m. EST and then available for download to listen to whenever you want. But it's a subscription-based radio show. Hey, running a live radio show ain't cheap, honey. I do, however, realize that some people can't or simply don't want to pay for content. So here's a little bite of what I'm all about for you to nibble on. I hope you love it. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to another episode of Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. So as you know, it's a little sampling of my radio show. So one of my favorite regular co-hosts, I mean, they're all my favorite. So she's my top five favorite. I have basically five. Um, her name is Lori Bergamotto. She is amazing. She's worked in um, the publishing world for a minute. She's worked at like all the major magazines. Uh, really, really, really cool job. She was a beauty editor. Um, and now she works at Good Housekeeping. But over the years, she's had a chance to interview a ton of very interesting, well, famous people. So somehow in this show, Lori and I got on the topic of celebrities that we know and celebrities who are approachable and celebrities who are your friends. And we kind of, I wouldn't say it was a debate, but we really hashed out this idea of like when you work in entertainment, like the way she has in magazines or the way that I do in radio, you know, and you're like somewhat of a, a journalist is I guess like, you know, like I have friends that work in PR and they're like, no, you work in radio, but you're like a quote unquote reporter. I would fall under that category. I don't know if I agree with that, but like, whatever, that's the way the business works. And so Lori and I were talking about this idea of like befriending the celebrities that we interview. And Lori has a very professional stance on it. Whereas I'm a little bit more loosey goosey. Okay, fine. Straight up. I mean, I'm in this business just to make celebrities my friends. So anyway, we talk about the celebrities that are our friends, the ones who we've tried to be friends with that basically blew us off. And Lori tells a crazy story about Rihanna. Take a listen. Okay, girl, have you heard about Lola? Okay, uh, let me tell you about it. So Lola first came into my life a while ago when I was working with Cosmo Radio because they have an amazing line of sex products. Uh, but what I want to tell you about right now is, oh my God, they're period products made with organic cotton. So here's the deal. Lola's going to make your month totally easy. I'm a 35-year-old woman, but for some reason, and maybe call me crazy, but I still get a little bit embarrassed like going to the drugstore and buying a bajillion boxes of of extra super heavy tampons. It's a little more 
mortifying. And I feel like I have to buy all this other crap to cover up the fact that I'm buying tampons. And uh, that's why I love Lola. Because with Lola, they make it so much easier. They have a period product subscription. And it's fully customizable. So you can choose your mix of products, uh, get your perfect mix of absorbency, and your perfect number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. And yes, I said delivery because guess what? You don't have to go to the drugstore. They deliver it right to you in the privacy of your own home. I die for this. It's really, it's like, it's a, it's a lifesaver because of the embarrassment that I feel when I go buy tampons. No matter how old I get, it's just the thing with me. And I mean, listen, I don't want people like knowing like I have like a wide set vagina and a heavy flow. The people at Lola can know, but like I don't have to look them in the face when I'm ordering a bajillion extra super absorbency tampons. The other thing with Lola is the subscription is super flexible, so you can change it, you can skip it, or you can cancel it at any time. And like I said, it's customizable, so it's like you pick and choose. It's not like you have to go to the drugstore and get a box, and it's like there's this many and then this many. It's like, well, I'm always left over with like the like low ones, and like they don't give me enough like heavy ones. You know what I'm talking about. Please don't make me explain my period more to you. <laughs> Plus, I love that their products are organic cotton. It just makes me feel safer. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like a very intimate thing and you just want the product to be as natural as possible and Lola's so, so is. And also, gotta, gotta give them a shout out for this one. You do good with your purchase. So for every purchase, Lola actually donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. I mean, hello, what is better than that? Giving back. It's amazing. So go right now to visit mylola.com for 40% off your order and make sure to use my promo code Taylor to get started. Again, for 40% off your order, visit mylola.com and enter promo code Taylor to get started. I'm telling you, it's going to change the way you do your period. So what's so funny is you and I sound so fancy and rich and spoiled. And the truth is, I'm like, oh, free coffee. I'm like, Taylor, there's free coffee. You're like, yeah, free coffee. Amazing. Like, we're, we're, we're not those people. No, we're real. I mean, I used to be kind of that person. I was never that through person. Through marriage, but I'm right. no, I am most definitely no longer that person. Okay, I promise everybody that. Any, like, fancy free trip I ever went on was because of work. Yeah. Like, that was how. I'm like, oh, yes, when I flew on that private jet one time, when I had to interview Celine Dion. Oh, like, my God. Like, stuff like that. You know what I mean? So you get that fancy stuff, but I was what like, was but I like? was working. What oh was my she God. Like? She is She's like. the singer in the world. She's like a, like if cotton candy and a lollipop came to life. Oh my God. What a fucking great description. She's the nicest person. And not fake. I mean, a who little. knows? <laughs> the thing is like when you interview somebody like that, and you know this because you, I, although I do feel like you've transcended this with some people like Sassy was a celebrity when you interviewed her and she then you was became such a, friends. She was such a brand new one, though, that oh. I think that that was why it was, I was able to, you know, I don't know. Well, I feel like when you interview that. celebrities, you have to remember, like, they're not your friends. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're there to promote. They have an agenda. They're there to promote something. You're there to make, to, to help them promote that and make them look good. And and in no part of that transaction are they going to be like, hey, want to come out to dinner with me and just hang? Right. Like, that's not the relationship. If it does happen, it's like a super rare circumstance. It's super rare. And like sometimes, frankly, there are journalists who are, who are like, that's not cool. Like, you have to keep those lines sort of firm and not blur them. Right. Um, I'm a fucking blur girl. But I, I think it depends on like what you're trying to get out of it. No, Do you know what, what I mean? Literally, when I was at Sirius and I interviewed people, I was like, I'm going to make them my friends. <laughs> But I think for some people that's okay. And I also think for your show, it may have served the a show purpose. well. For sure. But I think for what I was doing, like, 
that was not going to serve me well. Right. Ever. Right. Right. You know, right, like right, right. if a friendship organically grew out of those interviews, I think that's fine. But I think to go in there and be like, I'm going to make Celine Dion my bestie. Like, yeah, you first of all, that was never going to happen. You have to play it very coy too. Like for example, like even like Debbie Mazar, every time I interview her, she's like, we're going out to dinner. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. But I don't true. expect her. Like, I'm like, when she doesn't call me for plans, <laughs> I'm not like, hmm, I'm so mad at Debbie. Like, I'm like. <laughs> Right. I'm like, that's a nice gesture. Even if there's zero intention behind it, it's right. still a nice thing to say. Right. And like, even like Molly Bernard, like, and we loved her too. And she's like, we got to get together. We got to get together. And I'm like, yeah, but it's like on their terms. And like, if it comes to fruition, amazing. If it doesn't like it's fine. back to business. Yeah. It's not like you're dressed up waiting on a Saturday night being like, I can't believe Debbie didn't call me. Like, oh my God. Um, Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn, I interviewed yes. her serious. And she was like, I interviewed her a bunch. And she was just like, I just like the way that you interview. Let's be friends. And I mean, listen, it doesn't, it, I guess it makes sense because if the brand is me being everyone's best friend, then I guess the celebrities I also get to interview, yeah. kind of, they could have that same reaction to me. Right. So she was like, here's my number. Let's hang out. And I was like, okay. And so we were making plans. And we literally, it was myself, Wasband, Kenny, his now wife, Chelsea, and we were at Soho House, so it's like, you know, fancy. fancy right. And Olivia Mum was literally coming to meet us for drinks. And I said, guys, manage expectations. I am so prepared for her to cancel. Five minutes before, she's like, oh, my God, I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. And I was like, do not worry. Because yeah. it's like... Right. You, it's Olivia Munn. You have to totally manage expectations. The fact I even have her number makes me feel crazy cool. Do you still talk to her? No. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have to say, I'm not a huge Olivia Munn fan. You know, I get it. I get. I totally get it because she kind of is a, like, she comes across a little too sarcastic and too cool for school. She's like, she reminds me of that girl who has no girlfriend because she says, like, girls don't like me. And that girl terrifies me. Like, yeah. girls can be bitches. There's no question about that. But, like, I, I would never say, like, I'm a guy's girl. I'm not a guy's girl. Yeah, I don't know that I would ever even say either of those things. Like, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say, like, I'm a girl's girl or I'm a guy's girl. Like, I'm just a girl. I don't know. I'm a girl. I'm a girl person. I'm a girl person. Like, <laughs> like to hang out with guys the show and today. girls. The name of the show is called Girl, girl I'm Person. I'm a girl person. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. We, we shot her for Good Housekeeping. Pick up your latest issue on newsstands. Has cute, like, ice cream, summer fun stuff on it. Um, but we've shot her a bunch of times for, for Good Housekeeping, and I was just always like, she's fine. Like, it's not that I dislike her. I just, right. I don't feel sort of... Like, I've never seen anything that she's been in that I'm like, oh, my God, she's wildly talented. Or I've never seen her in something where I'm like, She's Ugh. incredibly likable. Yeah, I'm yeah. just kind of like, okay, yeah. fine. Like, I, I often feel about her the way I feel about Jessica Alba, where I'm like, mm, I feel differently about Jessica Alba. Oh, my Jessica God, do you Alba. hate Jessica Alba? I don't hate her. I just, I'm like, eh. And plus, I'm like, whatever, man. She got mad lucky with that honor thing. Honest. Honest, yeah. Thing. Honors then, her daughter. So right. she got lucky with that, too. Nah. <laughs> the honest thing. <laughs> <laughs> mean uh no honor's adorable what's up with the cash husband oh my god do you know my husband used to work with him shut the fuck up i swear what to god like? so this is the only story nick's ever told me about him so nick nick graduated from college didn't know what he wanted to do um and got a job at william morris in la nice which is like a big talent agency Huge. reps like yeah. tons of people i don't think it exists is it isn't it endeavor now or something wma yeah yeah or something like that yeah. we don't know anything you and i <laughs> 
<laughs> and we're we know enough to get us by. No, no, you know a lot. I know a little. Together and we know something. Yeah, we put our <laughs> brains together. We could take over New Jersey. Um, but anyway, or like a county in New Jersey. Yeah. But um, Bergen County? Bergen County. Look at us. No, but so it was like a, it's a big like talent agency. They rep huge people. So Nick got a job on the desk of this television agent whose name I will not mention, who repped really big uh, TV stars, one of whom was Alec Baldwin. Wow. And so Nick was like basically a secretary, I guess. I mean, he was an assistant, but I think. Listen, the, a lot of these guys start in the mailroom. No, and, and totally. That's a respectable job. A hundred percent. And yes. and Nick like had a good education. Like, you know, he was fine with that yes. starting there because um, he thought he wanted to go into entertainment law. So it was a good place for him. Anyway, so he one day, like I didn't meet him until years later and I don't know. We must have been L.A. I think I worked at Team People at the time. We were interviewing Jessica Alba, and she wasn't yet married to, to Cash Warren, but uh-huh. she was dating, dating him, him or engaged him or whatever. And um, I texted Nick, or I called Nick because texting wasn't that big. And I was like, oh, you know, I have to do this interview with Jessica Alba, and then I'll come meet you. And he's like, oh, I'll totally come. Like, I know her boyfriend. And I was like, really? He's like, oh, yeah, Cash and I used to be assistants together at William Morris. And I was like, oh, come on over like that's great he's like well I don't know like is he gonna be there and he's like asking me all these questions I was like I I don't know like I I don't have her number I I have no idea who's showing up whatever so he's like well the last thing that I remember is I hit cash in the face with a football so maybe I was like what went on in that office and he's like well we would just like screw around a lot and he's so cash is the the son of an actor who was on Hill Street Blues do you remember that show no I mean I think we were too young for it but um, finally, one time in my life that I can say we were too young for it. <laughs> um, but I, like, I remember my parents talking about it, but his dad was on that show. And so he, I don't think he was like um, the, the child of like a famous actor, but they came from some money and Got his it. dad moved in like a he certain He was like an circle. L.A. boy. Yeah, that makes totally. So, that's starting to make so much more sense to me because I like never like got You're like, where did he come from? Kind yeah. of. So... Um, he also had a job in, at William Morris as an assistant. And I guess they used to play football, like in the hallway, uh-huh. he used to, like toss a football. And I guess the last thing that like the last time Nick saw him, he like threw the football and it hit cash in the face. <laughs> and I was like, and that was it. That's so how you left things. And he's like, him forever. he's like, that's like boy. Like, that's like guys. Like, no, yeah, there yeah. was no big thing made of it. Like I just hit him in the face. Oh we God. went back to work if and a then girl hit a girl in the face with anything. Right. It would be me? like a big drama. It would be, it would be like a 10, like a, like a decade long feud. Yeah. And then he was like, and then I hit a friend in the face with the keys by mistake. Yes, I broke her tooth, but it was a mistake. Wait, you hit and she punched me in the face afterwards. Wait, what? I was throwing her. It's way better than my husband worked with Cash Warren's so story. We, I was in college, and my roommate and her boyfriend were kind of like annoying assholes. And they were like, we want to leave the bar. And I was like, I do not. And they were like, give us your keys. And I was like, call a cab. Don't drive my car home. Leave my car. I'm going to leave my car because okay. I'm drinking. Right. You guys have How been drinking. You. Go. Yeah, right. I'm getting wasted, guys. I'm taking a cab. <laughs> Plus, it was like Cornell Ithaca was like a five-minute drive. Right. It was so close. So anyway, I was like, no, you're not taking my car. And they were like, yes, we are. And I was like, fine. Fine. Right. They were like, they, I was just like, just go. They weren't like wasted. I'm like, whatever. So I threw my keys and I happened to have like a huge heart metal keychain. Oh, you did it. On. That is so off brand for you. I also don't, I, my mom gave it to me. <laughs> and I also, I don't, right? So typical. And I don't have a good throwing arm because I'm not a softball player. And so I went to throw them the keys. I was throwing them to her boyfriend, completely missed. Right. Hit her in the face, clearly an accident. Yeah. I aimed for your face. Shipped her tooth. <laughs> oh she looked God. like. A hillbilly, 
for real. And she, and so she started crying. So I came over to the car and I was like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm so sorry. Obviously it was a mistake. And she looked me square in the face with her snaggle tooth now with like her, like her, like she's like a vampire with a fang. And she went <gasps> right in my face. And I was like, oh. That was a mistake, but you just punched me for reals. And then where she did like, she punch you? Like I cheat. Oh my and she was god! Like, she was like, "No, I have to drive home to Massachusetts to see my dentist." And I was like, "You don't have to go right, right now." now. Also, so, wasn't it like the middle of the night? It was the middle of the night. So her fucking boy. They drove back to the house. They got his car, and in the middle of the night, they drove to get her tooth fixed. Like five hours back to Boston. I was like, "You're." A fucking bitch. I mean, that anyway. is like vanity at its finest. So, well, she was the queen of vain. She was the queen oh. of petty, queen of vain, queen of awfulness. She actually did down the road. Uh, she also punched another one of our friends, Nicole, Matt Ryan's wife. Oh my god! She punched her in the face too. On, I don't think I've ever punched anyone. On her or been punched on this girl's twenty-first birthday. She punched Nicole in the face. Well, For tried what? to. For I don't know, they Something had like stupid, some stupid like. love triangle like a year before with a with a with a guy that was Nicole's boyfriend, and they were like on again, off again, and then this girl came in and she started like sleeping with this guy with no strings attached. Wow. And then when Nicole got back to school, he was all like back up in her business, and so she was like, "You were a bad friend," and we're like, "You weren't even friends that's, then." That's weird. Anyway, weird. so yeah, so uh, punching people, yeah. So how do we get? Oh, Jessica so Alba, we're not, Munn. So we're never friends again. I just want to take. A second to talk about our sponsor, Poshmark. And guess what? My Poshmark closet is officially up and running. You can follow me on Poshmark at Taylor Strecker. So I've added a bunch of stuff that you can shop for. I've actually added a pair of Christian Louboutins, um, an amazing Love Shack fancy dress for an amazing amazing price and also um don't judge me my wedding band I mean listen I'm not gonna ever wear it again so why shouldn't somebody also give the gift of beautiful diamonds at a reduced price honey that's the thing about Poshmark it's so amazing you can download the free app uh Poshmark carries women's clothing kids men I mean really everything under the sun um and the best thing is is that you can actually sell and buy on Poshmark so like I'm selling my you know whatever my wedding band but you can bet your butt, girl, I'm going to use that money to buy some Gucci stuff. There's amazing Gucci stuff on Poshmark. That's the thing. I love Poshmark so much because it's like you can sell out your closet with stuff that you know you, well, aren't going to wear anymore. And then you can replace it with brand new stuff from Gucci, if you're me. Anyway, I've got a bunch of stuff in my shop that you can shop for. If, if you want to also join and sell some of your own stuff, it's so easy to list. I just snapped a few pics of the items I'm selling, added the details, and boom, easy peasy. I mean, girl, if I can do it, you can do it. And don't forget, you can sell and buy on Poshmark. Honey, I do both. So if you're new to Poshmark, make sure to use referral code Taylor Strecker and you'll get $5 off your first purchase. Again, that's code Taylor Strecker and you get $5 off your first purchase. Anyway, just go to Poshmark right now and uh, shop away, girl. From me, from someone else, I'll be doing all the above. Oh. So what we're talking about was celebrities who we think are like, like eh. amazing, could be your best friend, should we oh, cross that line? Right, right. So How like, did we start though? Did we, what were we talking about before Olivia Munn? I, uh, oh, Celine Dion. Celine Dion. There we there go. There we go. That's how you do radio, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so Celine Dion is like, if a human being became cotton candy and lollipop. Yeah, so she she's so incredibly nice, but my point was, you don't become friends with these people. Right. And so, in very, in very rare circumstances. And also, I feel like there's a, a certain tier of celebrity that's like just untouchable. just to say, the caliber really factors Beyonce, in. Beyonce, J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> 
Both people it. I've interviewed. Not friends with them. Okay, so you and I both know Robert Verdi very well. And yeah. Robert Verdi actually does do this. He's very good at doing this. He's best friends with Hugh Jackman and Eva Longoria. And I just saw on his Instagram a picture of Kelly Ripper in the background. Well, WTF. that's because of Lizzie, though. Lizzie Tish. Who? Robert's like best friend and Kelly's really good friend. Oh, from the, from the very fancy Tish family. I actually was at one of the Tish's wedding with husband. Okay. Yes, well, so you yes. know how fancy they are. They're fancy. They're fancy. Yeah, I think we were at Lacey Tish's engagement party. And she's now since divorced. But um, But it was, um, well, and yeah. And I was going to say they met at the Tisch School, but that's a lie. Tisch School is separate. Um, but, but it's but their school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's part of how they're so fancy. engagement party at Where? Mr. Chow in Tribeca. Took Damn. it over. Took it over. That's like more than I'll ever make in my and life. And I was like so new to the city and the scene. I didn't even know what that meant. You, you know? were like, cool. It's like Applebee's. I was like, it's like fun. <laughs> it's like Orient. Or what it was supposed to look Can I get that? a piña colada? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's that Chinese food place that's in like every mall? PJ Clark. No, no. P.F. Chang's. Oh, thank you. You were like, cool, P.F. Chang's, but like in Manhattan. (laughs) No, literally. I'm like, I'm not that into Chinese food. Meanwhile, it's like the fucking best restaurant in the entire world. Um, But yeah, so. But Robert, I feel like, is also a celebrity. And like, Robert already had. and, And his story about Hugh Jackman, I mean, I shouldn't tell Robert's stories. We should let Robert tell them. But like, essentially, he met Hugh Jackman when Hugh Jackman was not. Huge. Well, that's Jackman. what I was kind of saying about Stassi. I met her before Got she was it. big, 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 big. Plus, then don't forget, she started dating one of my closest friends at the time. Right. Okay. And then she quit Vanderpump. So she, then she was living in New York in a really small studio with Patrick. And the, and she was like, please be my friend. What was she doing here when she wasn't unemployed? Quit. Just quit. She just her. was like, I don't want to be then, on that show. Well, she was just so over all the friendships and all of she, okay. she She was just like, why the fuck am I the villain after it came out? the jack's cheating on me like i'm still miffed and like when it, it, it was like that aha moment for everyone and then they were all kind of like what skis and she was like wait, wait wait i was demonized for an entire season because i accused jacks of doing x y and z y'all told me i was crazy then it, at the very end it's like aha and it's still like oh well whatever no big deal like she mm. I, I mean listen when you're in that i get like wanting people to be loyal and take sides when someone really fucks you over yeah you expect people to have your back and kind of people were like oh well we're just gonna stay in between the two of you and she's like no he did something unforgivable and they didn't really act that way so she had had enough and quit and also she wanted to be with patrick in new york and it was the whole thing anyway but so that's how we became such good friends okay i was like her one i mean she had other friends in new york but i was like one of her closest friends in new york that was like all kind of perfect storm of good circumstances exactly for you guys and then i'm trying to think like other like i mean yeah i guess that's kind of it yeah i mean the caliber though that's what you were talking about like the the tier of celebrity really matters what at what point do you think a celebrity gets so big that they don't let anybody else in their circle i was actually just talking about this the other night when their publicist is really fancy well i was gonna say i can't (laughs) say i cannot say who it was um but it's definitely item it's a it's a it's a bravo it's a bravo bravo liberty and um and a a big a big 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 one not anyone on vanderpump i'll say i'll say that for the record and i was talking with a friend recently um who's very close to this individual okay and this friend was saying how like you know this person's letting all, all the wrong people in her life. All the wrong people in her life. And it's like, at this point, she, and, I, and I said, my comment was, she's too big. 
to just be letting random new people in. Like, like, you, like she's so big, she's at a point where she should only be letting people around her who she's known for a long period of time, who she knows their character, and, trust, and who right. she totally trusts. Because, like, she's ripe for being, like, like, attracting con artists. But wait, when you say she's letting all the wrong people into her life, like, friends or, like, business, uh, slash, business slash friends? Because you know how so this like, industry is. Yeah, this yeah, industry, yeah. it's like, you're my business person. You're my friend. It's like, it's a very, it, there, there's like a very, a blurred line, I think. Right. Maybe that, maybe radio is different than like publishing, let's say. Maybe, it, maybe, the, maybe there's more like professionalism when it comes to like working for like a big brand, like a big publication. I think it's all a little different, but I do think like celebrities, when they're like actors, that stuff becomes more professional because I think publicists are real. Like unless like you're, um, what the hell is her name? Dina Lohan or like Tina Knowles or like it's one of those situations. I feel like if you're like a, an actress who, like a Jessica Chastain or something like that, okay, who wants okay. like a serious acting career, your agent right. who's super high powered says, this is who your manager should be. This is who your publicist should be. And it's like more of a business than Jessica Chastain just being like, you know what? I was roommates with this girl in college and she's just going to be my publicist. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's funny. Yesterday, Hearst did this thing called Content and Cocktails where they had like all these little classes and like a big party at the end of the night. And I went to this conference, this like class. They were like 30 minute sessions with Gail King, Oprah's bestie. Damn. host of CBS this Hello, morning. Oh, yes. And she gave a session called The Art of the Interview. If Oprah is God, Gail is Jesus. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> and she's so, I have to tell you, you know, it's funny, when you, when I see, when I would hear that Gail King worked at the Oprah magazine, I was like, right, in, in name eye alone. Roll. Insert eye roll. Insert yeah. eye roll. Like, her I name's on the top of the map. She probably doesn't do anything. She probably collects a huge paycheck that's taking away from editorial assistance. Or what I, you know, I had like a big B in my bonnet is that the phrase oh, big be in my bonnet laura ingles wilder over here <laughs> yeah, no, like literally literally and of green fine. gable and with an e oh there you go <laughs> yes that guy, gilbert was so hot oh gilbert oh, is everything oh my god he was so hot i Didn't would go i would go back died. to the peen for gilbert oh my god he was hot <laughs> anyway <laughs> we are having terrible add conversations today. i'm loving it okay good we just haven't seen each other in a while i know this is how we talk in real life everyone <laughs> like taylor and i'll go out for a drink and we'll be like let's talk about this one thing and then three hours will go by and then we'll be leaving we're like oh my god we never talked about the literal one thing we need to talk about <laughs> like the one, the one thing. thing we can't focus but anyway um so gail king gave this thing yesterday and was like uh oh and what i was gonna say be in my bonnet she i see her there the minute like cbs this morning is over she comes into the office she is so nice to everybody in the cafeteria yeah. every single person who works in that cafeteria is like gail and she's like she knows all of their names she stayed like I'll be leaving sometimes at 630 at night. She is leaving at the same time, even though I'm sure wow. she has to be up at like four in the morning. Wow. And she is involved. Right. Like she's amazing. Anyway, I just had I just wanted to get that in there. Do you think Gail King could be her friend? I, well, is I she, don't know. Like, is she approachable enough? She's is she humble so enough? approachable. It's funny, like a couple weeks ago before I left for Hawaii, I they do this thing at her in the Hearst cafeteria where they have like the chef's table where it comes out They're like the, the head of the Hearst cafeteria puts out this little table and like it's out there for 30 minutes and it's whatever like the special of the day is. And I was waiting in line to get it 
some like fish dish and she came like someone came up behind me and I kind of turned around and I was like oh shit it's Gail King like oh my god because like, I'm like so starstruck by her yes and she leaned over and she goes how many Weight Watchers points you think that is and I was like oh uh, you're talking to me but she's so nice and approachable and I just love her hi okay, yes JB oh I have a question yes, I was talking about this. JB is sauntering in I don't yeah. think he did that was a total <laughs> saunter I mean, I'm sorry before I, JB just used to roll over to the desk I know and now JB has to actually walk from like the other wing. Yeah, I do have to come like. <laughs> I don't even know where another. he's coming from. That's how big this There's place is. There's a tiny room right there that a I'm tiny, sitting in. Tiny room. Yeah, super cute. Okay. I thought that but, was like an emergency. JB's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I have something to contribute. Oh no, it's not emergency. It's like more like I want to be friends with Rihanna and Snoop Dogg. So you tell me I can never. Oh, I'm telling you, I think Rihanna's a way off limits at this point. Me too. Oh Snoop Dogg actually might be more available for friendship because he's like he's he's yeah. risen. He's like plateaued and he's high. And he's high all the time. Yeah, I just want to be high with them all the time. That's like I don't want I don't want anything from them. I'll bring my own weed and stuff. I just want to smoke with them. JB, can, can I tell you something that will yeah. either delight you or disappoint you greatly? Sure. I'm I I could have gotten in on the Rihanna thing so early. <gasps> she and I went shopping at Sephora. I told, I think I've told this story Stop before. It. I'll no. show you guys the picture. Shut up. Um, no. Years ago, years ago, like 2005, I want to say. Okay, so 13 years, years ago. Years yeah. ago, maybe it was 2006. Um, when she was like Ponda Replay, this was yes, right. Ponda replay, no, yes. this is literally, literally when Ponda, Ponda Replay, replay. Yeah. and we had been working with um, her record label, and Unfaithful. Yes, no, no, way before Unfaithful. Way. This is like this was literally Ponda Replay yeah. before oh. Umbrella came out. Literally, like Ponda Replay was all she had, and it really it was like a slow burn until it got like super yeah. big. So anyway, so, no, no, no. Pondery Play the was the first. annoying song ever. Pondery Play? They played it so, so fucking much. many times. Well, so I was Followed working by at, Umbrella, which is the best song in the world. Right. But like <laughs> that came out a while later. And yep. so she, um, her record label repped other big people that we wanted to get in team people. This is how the business works, people. Yeah. And so her publicist talked to our entertainment director and said, we have this girl, upcoming star. Her name is Rihanna Fenty. No, they use your last name. Yes. Her last name, no, I, Robin. I'm yes. Robin no. Rihanna Fenty. No, no. And no. I wish I had saved the email. And the entertainment director said she's really talked to me. I was the beauty director, and she said she's really into beauty and fashion. And we're trying to find an angle with her. We have to do this. It's like a favor for the record. So we can company. get bigger names. So we can get bigger names. Yep. And I was like, all right, I'm super swamped. Like I remember being so entire, like so just too big for my britches. Why am I using all these like phrases from the full? I don't know. You want to start, start, start speaking in a transatlantic accent? Yes. I love when you talk about transatlantic accents. Um, and so I was like, all right, fine. She's like, all you have to do is take her to Sephora in Times Square. Shut now, people. Which is basically, go, go just take her to hell. Yeah. But also <laughs> think about a time when Rihanna could walk into Sephora in Times Square. Right. And nobody no noticed. Yep. We had a camera with us, and everyone was way more interested in the video camera than they were in us. Like, they were like, whatever. So, Rihanna and I hung out probably, like, two hours. We, like, shopped. We ate. We hung out. She had... What did you talk about? We talked about beauty products most the of the time. time. Yeah, we talked her, about, like, where she was, was from. Was her English pretty, like, bad then? Because no. I remember I had a friend who interviewed her at Sirius, and, they, and she was like, I literally was like... 
oh my god so like how like so how is it just speak english like not as your first language she was like english is my first i language. was just gonna say yeah, she speaks english is, but i thought she had a very thick she accent. has like a very like she's from barbados yes. so like she has an island accent but it's it's totally it's not anything that it to me was like indecipherable like my, it was fine my friend thought she like spoke like french that's <laughs> that's sad. i don't know what to say about that's that that's a little sad but um, she had like 200 or 200 I don't remember the prices, but she had like 200 or $250 to spend at Sephora. They had given us like a line of credit or whatever. And she wanted all of these things. And so we're going through Sephora and we're talking about the beauty products. We're talking about her upcoming career. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, this is a dime a dozen. Like, this girl's not going anywhere. Right. Anyway, wow, shows you how much I know. Lori exactly. should not be uh, a judge on Star Search. Nope. Lori is but a I, talent agent. But I didn't even hear the song. Like, I just was like, you're fine. Dime you're a dozen. Wait, she wait. was like in a cute little black shirt. Like, she was totally fine. Tell me why Dime a dozen. Like, she, were you just like, she doesn't have that star quality. I mean, we, we hung out for two hours. So it's that's hard. A long time. And she didn't perform. That's a long so time. that's hard. Strange. She didn't perform in the, in the middle of time. But I'm saying, like, I had no context. Like, I was like, oh. And, and the way she was kind of pitched to me, was, was like, like we need to do a favor <gasps> so that we get bigger people so oh, i was like okay so you already had no interest in it no. from the so then after two hours. hours so this is my favorite part uh so she spent more let's say it was 200 dollars. she had she wanted this hair straightener um and she didn't have enough money for it in the 200 dollars line of credit and she went like $40 over. Uh-huh. And so we get to the register. She's, we're paying, like she's cashing out. And the woman at Sephora is like, you went over. So you have to take something out. And Rihanna looks at me and she's like, I really want all of these things. Oh. And I was like, all right. Um, and she's like, if you can just spot me the 40, like my record company or like, I'll pay you back. And I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. Right. So I put the $40 on my credit card. Never heard from Rihanna again. Uh, Cut to bitch better have my money. When that song came out, I was like, I was like, this is the money? song I wrote about you, Rihanna. You owe me forty dollars to this day. Find her. Find, Find her, her. Now. I'm gonna show you it the picture. Is, it is increased now. It's been yeah. fifteen years. <laughs> right? Money. Inflation. Inflation. Interest. Oh my god. JB. She owes you she owes you money. Find, she I, owes bitch better have my money. I am not disappointing <laughs> you. I am actually very happy for you. I, this is now you, you grab her. You I grab, grab her. her. And, yeah, and then JB's like, when you're done with her, send her to me because I want to get wicked high with her. Oh yeah, yeah totally. But <laughs> I do have to say she was so nice. So nice. And maybe that's why I thought like, oh she's not going anywhere, which is sad. Right. But don't you feel like sorry, I'm looking for the picture, but like don't you feel like sometimes it's those celebrities that have that kind of asshole nature yeah. to them that you're like, they're going someplace. Yeah. yeah. Sad, yes. but well, true. I think it's kind of like a fake it till you make it because that's the thing is we think of celebrities as so unapproachable. So when you know them before they were celebrities and they're approachable, you're like, they can't be a star. They're approachable. They're normal. They're human. They're humble. They're grounded, which are all amazing qualities. Right. You know, maybe, maybe actually, maybe more stars than not are all of those things. You know, they just get to a point where their people around them don't let them be those things and that's a thing too that i learned by being in this industry for however long i've been in a bajillion years is that a manager a bad manager a bad agent can ruin a celebrity's reputation like the difference between them like shooting up or never crossing a certain plateau is the, is the fact that their manager is like remember in sex and city when kim cattrall is representing lucy Liu and she uses her name to get a birkin bag yes, yes. okay exactly god your sex in the city knowledge is really I love darren star what can i say <laughs> it's Something else. Anyway, man. well, fascinating conversation. Yes. I mean, was that Rihanna story crazy or what? Lori Bergamato. I'm so mad at her that she's like not texting that girl. And 
Rihanna, it sounds like you owe Lori uh, a little bit of cash money, honey. You think you can afford 40 fucking dollars these days? Mm, yeah, I think you should. Lori, I was going to say Lori should sue her, but don't do it. I think you should just like blackmail her into being your best friend. <laughs> That's a beautiful way to start a friendship. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed talking about it. Damn, we, between the two of us, we have a nice plethora of celebrity contacts. I'm feeling pretty good about myself after that one. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did. And don't forget, every single Wednesday, there's a brand new Taste of Taylor out. So make sure to uh, like it, rate it, comment about it, subscribe to it, share it with your friends, spread the news around. Honey, you pay me by subscribing to me and getting your friends to, too. Uh, Thank you guys so much. And we'll be back next week with another Taste of Taylor. Bye. You may have heard me mention it before, but Younger, my favorite TV obsession, is currently in its fifth season on TV Land, and it's giving me life every Tuesday night. This season, I'm taking my love of the show to even greater heights by hosting Younger Uncovered. It's a new podcast dedicated to all things Younger. Younger is so much more than a fun, hilarious, drama-filled show about a woman who lied about her age to get a job. Join me and my guests, including cast members, writers, directors, Younger Insiders, after each week's episode as we take a deep dive into the Youngerverse, unpacking pivotal moments, major themes, and spilling a few secrets of our own. Okay, a lot. Don't miss Younger Uncovered, the new podcast that's hosted by me and all about Younger. Available on your favorite podcast platform. Hey girl, hey! Did you love this taste of me? Want more? Then make sure to go to taylorstrecker.com to subscribe to The Taylor Strecker Show for hours and hours of me entertaining your ass. Content with this nibble? Well, then I'll see you next Wednesday and make sure to subscribe to the Taste of Taylor podcast and follow me on social media at Taylor Strecker.